Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Donneron Monologue podcast. Uh, I am your solo host again today, Bo. We are continuing to talk about Pokemania uh, as it affected the U.S. in 1998 and 1999, more specifically the Midwest where I lived, because, excuse me, not even we were safe from this uh, all-encroaching, ubiquitous monster of a marketing campaign. And today, we're going to talk about one of the most clever aspects of the marketing campaign they did. Nintendo sort of did a callback with this one, so you're going to like this. Uh, Guys, before I go any further, I do want to thank longtime uh, friend of the show and a sponsor, uh, Ashley Luann K. You can follow her on Instagram at the Minnesota Nurse, all lowercase, on Instagram. Guys, check her out. A lot of of really cool content there. Uh, We're very, very glad to have her support and and proud to uh, advertise for her. So guys, today... We're talking about the Pokemon anime. And what I love about the Pokemon anime was this was 1998, and it was almost a callback to an entire decade earlier. Uh, and I really, really like this one because uh, a decade earlier, the way you marketed what you wanted to be a big movement was you made a Saturday morning cartoon. Well, Pokemon already had a Saturday morning cartoon by the time it made it to America. It had an anime. Now, it's difficult for people to believe, but in 1998, we didn't... A lot of us didn't know what anime was in 1998. I remember in 1999 getting made fun of after I started watching, because uh, I had been watching Dragon Ball Z for a couple of months, and I got made fun of on the school bus because I was referring to it as an anime. <laughs> because we didn't know. We didn't know. So, uh, so when Pokemon came over as an anime, it was just a Saturday morning cartoon advertising for a video game. And when it first started, it was advertising for a video game that was coming out because brilliantly, Nintendo released this about 20 days before they released the game. Uh, it was syndicated. Uh, so the anime follow roughly uh, the, the first edition of the anime, the Indigo League, as it's referred to now. Um, so this roughly follows the story or plot of the uh, original generation. Uh, Ash is a young boy in Pallet Town, and he's going to set out on his Pokemon adventure, but he gets a Pikachu instead of getting to choose the three because he woke up late and didn't get to choose the three. Uh, the rival is named Gary, and he has a much more arrogant personality in the anime. He has cheerleaders that follow him around and things of that nature. And uh, so, But instead of running through the story of the anime, let's talk about how this anime affected uh, our future use of anime. Because I told you in the uh, first video on Monday that I see Pokemania as having a big effect on why otaku, weeb, uh, you know, uh, Japanese media got so big in America. Uh, and this is, I, I, and I, I don't think I'm completely off saying that because Pokemania was ubiquitous to my generation and my generation was sort of the first wave of the overreaching. Of course, there were anime fans in America before this. Uh, Japanimation, they called it in the 80s. There was a lot of guys trading VHSs, selling stuff like that, but those were those were big city things. But the idea of just watching anime on a, on a national network in the comfort of your own home, that's pretty, that was pretty new at the time. So uh, this came out before the game. It was a part of marketing for the game. Very, very, very uh, effective because it got us hype for the game and kept us hype as the game kept running. Uh, eventually leading to the release of Pokemon Yellow in 1999, which is still a first-gen game. But it combined elements of the other two, made things uh, a bit different, added Jesse and James from the anime. It basically became the anime of the game. And you get Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and uh, Charmander through events in the game, much like you did 
uh, much like Ash did in the anime. So, and the anime is still running. It's still running. Every time a new generation of Pokemon comes out, we get a new uh, season or series of the anime. And it, 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 it doesn't really fall that closely because we remain with Ash the whole time. It's always Ash. Uh, it's always going to be Ash. And we, we just sort of follow him on his continued adventures as he goes to these new regions. Now, he'll typically meet the character from the new region. Now, I think that started in third or fourth gen... Because I know in fourth gen, uh, the the Diamond and Pearl series, Dawn went with him, but it may have started in uh, Brendan from a uh, third gen may have followed him. I don't know, but we usually see all the characters, we see the rivals, and we see roughly the story of the game. But you know, more fleshed out, we often get more characters. I know that's the case with the uh, sixth gen series, the X and Y series, which is my son's favorite uh, series in the anime. But the anime continue. The point is, the anime continues to be a huge part, and uh, it was it, because the pull point to those Saturday morning cartoons back in the '80s were to sell products. You'd see a new vehicle on GI Joe, so then you'd uh, go and you'd beg your mom for the new GI Joe toy. Uh, the same with He Man and all these 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 cartoons were basically uh, commercials, and the Pokemon anime is no different. It was uh, part and parcel to the uh, the greatest. I can't believe I've mentioned it till this episode. The greatest marketing tagline of all time has got to catch them all. Literally, just telling you you have to buy all this crap. That's. I mean, it, it, they didn't even lie to you. They just told you buy all this crap. <laughs> like um, the joke on the old Homestar Runner cartoons with the cheat commandos who were supposed to be GI Joes. The tagline was the end of their opening song was buy all our playsets and toys. And that's sort of uh, sort of what Pokemon was doing. It was literally just telling you like, hey parents, you know, if your kid wants to be a Pokemon master, they have to own all this crap. And the amount of Pokemon crap we had on the shelves and stores as quickly as we did is incredible. Um, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and so, we the, again, we had the trifecta, like I've mentioned before. We had the game, the anime, and the uh, card game. But we also had toys and everything. And the anime was also big in mentioning those Pokemon fans I mentioned earlier. There are Pokemon fans, hardcore Pokemon lovers, that have never touched one of the video games and don't care to. There's people that just like the anime. There's people that just like the card game. There's people that like all three. But the anime is unique in that it's one of the... It, it's. One of the few anime that was uh, released early on in the U.S. that appealed to all age groups. Because other anime I'm thinking that were on national TV at the time, you had Dragon Ball Z, which I, I mean, I let my kid watch it when he was real little, but I could totally understand a parent being like, they need to be a little older before they watch this. Um, the uh, I'm just not that strict on uh, my kids with uh, viewership of things. Uh, you had uh, Outlaw Star, which absolutely makes sure you're, you know, you probably want to make sure your kids are older. Uh, Gundam Wing, which deals with some incredibly adult concepts, such as the futility of war uh, and things of that nature. And um, Tenchi Muyo, which I'm not even going to get into that. You already know why you shouldn't let kids watch Tenchi Muyo. <laughs> um, but Pokemon sort of appealed to all age groups. It sort of grabbed us all and moved us in. And what the, the few things that were risque about the show, they cut out for American audiences. Uh, much the way they did with a lot of those uh, 80s Japanimations, like uh, when uh, Gachamon came over and became G-Force or Battle of the Planets or whatever, and stuff like that. They were very careful to make sure that the whole family could sit around and uh, watch Pokemon, which I think is just a, a brilliant marketing move, man, because like I said, you've still got, you've got parents and children playing Pokemon together nowadays. So it, the anime just sort of lent itself to that total ubiquity in a way because uh 
I mean, you guys remember the 90s. If it wasn't on TV, it didn't exist. Um, in the 90s, we sort of have nostalgia for uh, 90s cartoons as millennials naturally. We just sort of naturally gravitate towards them. Like, uh, And there's a lot I don't even fully get the nostalgia, but I still sort of feel it. Um, for instance, I don't particularly like the cartoon Doug. I find it very boring, personally, and I did as a child. But I have to admit that Doug's still kind of nostalgic for me because it's just iconic. And I think Pokemon is that way too. Even if you aren't into, po- you know what Pokemon is certainly, and you do feel pangs of nostalgia when you hear about it. It does take you back to a time, whether you were one of the people that were into it or not. Which, if you were one of the people that was not, you're definitely in the minority. Uh, I don't meet too many people that just that like video games or anime or anything in general that don't like Pokemon. Or if they do, they're the guy that's trying to be different. You know, they're the guy that. Uh, yeah, man, I really like heavy metal, but uh, I don't like that mainstream Megadeth stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's silly. You're just trying to be different, um, which we discussed in another podcast here recently that uh, anytime you like something and you want less people to like it, that's the stupidest mentality in the world. Uh, literally, no one makes something artistically and then hopes that only a few people watch it so it stays cool. No one has ever done that in history. They may have embraced cult status, uh, uh what is that cult classic status? Yeah, but they they never wanted it to. And Pokemon certainly never wanted to be a cult uh, <laughs> a cult classic. It absolutely wanted to take over the world, and it absolutely did. And the anime just made sure it was always on our minds. The anime just made sure there was always something there that was more accessible than the card games and more accessible than the uh, video games. Because there's nothing more accessible than a TV show. Nothing. Literally anyone can sit down and watch a TV show and enjoy it. There's no one on earth that is incapable of, uh, uh, of enjoying a TV show if they enjoy any other TV show at all. So your TV show is a good way to get in with people. Um, because those people that own a TV, they, they're, totally, they're typically against any sort of uh, consumerism at all, so you're not going to sell them anything anyway. A uh, bunch of weirdos, if you ask me. <laughs> but, so the, the anime, while it's not something... I like it, but it's not my favorite Pokemon thing. But I understand that it was probably the most important thing to keeping Pokemon as popular through the years as it is. And uh, Nintendo obviously realized that. That's why it was released about 20... It was released roughly a month, about 20 days before uh, the video games even uh, premiered in America. Because again, by the time this stuff came to America, Japan had it all prepared. Nintendo had it all set and lined out. They already had a card game in Japan. They already had a video game in Japan. They already had an anime. It was just a matter of staggering them strategically when they released them to us to make sure this impacted as hard and as fast as possible. And that impact is still felt to this day. Uh, the release of a Pokemon game is still a huge event. And uh, again, to say that the anime had nothing to do with that is absolutely absurd. So, uh, guys, if you liked it, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, let us know what you think of the comments. Uh, let me know what your favorite season of the anime was in the comments. Uh, I'm still an Indigo, Indigo League guy, I gotta admit. Even though uh, Gen 1 is not my favorite, I still like the Indigo League of the uh, of the anime the best. So guys, um, check out our links. We got a lot of cool links. We've got uh, Patreon. Uh, we got a Patreon link where you can join our Patreon, uh, which we just we're working on awesome content today between these monologues. That's just gonna turn out sick. Uh, guys, we have a link to our Discord, which we're getting new members every day. It's a lot. Of, we're having a lot of fun in there. Um, a lot of great discussion with us. Uh, if, if you ever wanted to have a conversation like we do right here with us, Discord's the best way to do that. 
And uh, guys, check out our partners on the Rally Network. A lot of cool stuff pumping out there. We'd love to we'd love to see those guys get more views because we genuinely like their content. So uh, until the next time I see you guys, stay safe and have fun. <laughs>